For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. I'm WSB's Mark Aram. Depend on the WSB Breaking News Center for immediate, for immediate breaking news, severe weather alerts, or a traffic red alert whenever and wherever they strike. Immediately accurate WSB. Depend on it. Hey, this is Craig Robinson, and you're listening to the Mark Aram Show. Take your panties off. No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever to the show and a good Tuesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there. It's 11077 after 11. This is the Mark Aram Show. Heard Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. The gang's all here. Low-T Chuck uh, screening your calls. Longoria on the other side of the takeout window. We learned some interesting stuff with a would-you-rather question uh, off the air during news, weather, and traffic. <laughs> I don't know. Did you ask Chuck? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yes. Apparently, I was in the minority. No, no, I haven't I made up my mind yet. Oh, okay. I didn't. I did. I told him a completely different. Yeah, way. he said. I don't even know what he said. He didn't give <laughs> yeah, an answer. No, no. I wish we could say it on the air, but I can't. I There's no way feel, I could. I just feel like I could close my eyes and wander off and go somewhere else. <laughs> happening. Wander off. I, I, I feel like if I had to do it, then I have to be. You have to look and focus. Yeah, yeah, and I just don't want to do that. So I'm willing to take the you wander chance. off. I yeah. like that. That's a good thing. It's a good answer. Good explanation. Uh, good, your happy place. Exactly. Uh. Yes. I feel like I could achieve that better than if I was staring at me right in the face go to your <laughs> that's amazing um anywho um johnny kielbasa coming up how long is the booger interview it's not too long right 446 all right so a little under five that minutes was it yeah well long story i was in net one waiting for him to call yeah and he called the newsroom so I had to wait for Caiaccio to transfer him into there. So I lost oh, okay. I lost some time. But That's it's right. it's a good That's five right. minute interview with Booger. Um, oh, sad news! We lost a longtime friend of the show. Um, Katie Kylie's mom passed away, um, and she used to listen to the show all the time. She was a great lady. Uh, I used to play poker with her, um, wow. Judy. She was awesome, awesome. Um, I went to a funeral today, Christ the King Church in Buckhead. Beautiful church, by the way. I dig. I'm. Jews nugget, I'm Jewish. Let's try it again. Get rid of the Chewbacca one. <laughs> that was a Perfect. slip up, sorry. Jews nugget, I'm Jewish, but I love Catholic churches. Like They're amazing. The architecture, oh, yeah. the stained nice. glass, the yeah. and the the priest had an Irish accent, which forget it. I freaking love it. You give me a priest with an Irish accent, I'm on board. Our old priest had <laughs> an English board. accent. Yeah, and he, and he used to bring over uh, his friend who was Welsh. And I just listened to him talk. I was like, I, they could be talking exactly at this point, and I'm just fascinated. Exactly. With it. Here's the weird part. So I've been to a number of Catholic 
weddings, funerals, midnight masses. I have never seen, you know the thing, the incense? Yeah, the oh, yeah. Uh -huh. They went nuts on that thing today. <laughs> oh, really? Like, they had one guy, I swear he looked like Herman Cain's brother, was just <laughs> waving that thing the whole time. Like, the church was literally filled, filled with, with smoke. smoke. I've never seen that much incense. Hmm. There was a weed in college that I never smoked, but I knew people, people did, did. Right. called church weed that smelled like church incense. Really? Yeah, hmm. it was called church weed. Um, but it was, uh, yeah, this guy, I mean, it was like Herman's brother. <laughs> and I don't know if he, Maybe like, loaded it he, up was too he was dressed <laughs> like the other priests. Yeah. So I don't know if he was a priest and he was like, his been a deacon or something. His job was just swinging that thing around, getting the smoke out there. It's crazy. But anyway, I, I digress. Um, yeah, condolences to the Kylie family. Judy, yeah, you will be missed. She's awesome. Yeah. She used to listen to the show all the time. She was she was a sweetheart. All right, uh, I don't even know where to go. Let's go back to the phones. Nancy's in Smyrna. Nancy, save the program for me, buddy. <laughs> I'm enjoying this so much. Thanks, buddy. I was just going to say, when we first moved down here, I was just 10 years old. And um, my neighbors were talking about uh, they were going on vacation, but he, they said they had to carry the cat to the uh, the vet first. And then when they went on vacation, they carried his, you know, his grandmother along with them. And when they got back, then he carried his best friend to the mall. And so I said, "Excuse me, but I, I, I'm just curious. What were their disabilities?" And he said, "What What are you talking about disability?" I said, "Well, why did you carry? Why are you carrying them all over?" Yeah, and that was before I realized that that was just a normal way of, of saying, you know, that we transported. That, rather than, you know, they there's another carry. one. I think this is a southern thing. Uh, people get getting their picture made. Have you, have you heard that? Instead of getting your picture taken, I'm getting yes. my picture made. Yeah. Well, one thing I was going to, I purposely go out of my way, in my mind, instead of saying, uh, you know, I say too so often, and I, that I, I catch myself and I'll say also. In fact, I was talking to somebody about this a couple weeks ago, and I had happened to mention that I said, since there's three ways to spell too, he said, well, you can tell you're educated. <laughs> T O T O O T W O. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I've never I never have a problem with those. I have a problem with its. When do you apostrophize I T S and when do you not? Uh, uh possession. So give me an example of when you would apostrophe apostrophe S instead of no apostrophe S. Uh um well like um Oh, wait a minute. Well, you caught me off guard. I'm sorry. Like <laughs> it's it's Longoria's tumor. How is that apostrophe or no apostrophe? It's his tumor. Yes. Yeah. It, yeah, that's apostrophe. Be, uh, <laughs> I can't wait to go to the tumor. It, it is. That, well, that that's an it is his tumor. It's Longoria's pus-filled tumor. Yeah, that would be apostrophe. Yeah. There is an apostrophe there. I always screw that up in my AJC. I do column. my theirs. I don't know my theirs. The, I got the theirs down. The I got theirs, the twos down. It's the ITS that always throws me off. Well, you know, I've heard, I've had people in other countries say that, that uh, English is so difficult to learn. Oh yeah, it's very because difficult. Because we have so many words that can, you know, uh, one word is is pronounced or that. That's pronounced the same way, but it's spelled. It means two different or three different things. How about this? It's not Longoria's fault he has a pus-filled tumor. That's not apostrophe. That's not apostrophe. Uh -uh. <laughs> okay. Good enough. Thank Nancy, I learned something. Thank you, dear. Well, thank you. I'm learning from you all, all the time. <laughs> I appreciate it, buddy. 
Have a blessed Thanksgiving. You too, Nance. Don't eat too much stuffing. Jen's in Swanee. Jen, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Thank you. I have two things. Yes, dear. I need to correct you. When you just said it is not Longoria's fault, he had a pustule (laughs) tumor, you said it's not his fault. That is a posture. That is it. Okay, that is. It is short for it is. Whenever you would say it is, it gets an apostrophe. It is a contraction. It's not possession. So when would I use it no apostrophe s? Never, because it's short for it is. It's a contraction. It's not. It has nothing to do with possession. But I keep getting these emails on people's names. I keep like, getting emails from people saying uh, I'm putting an apostrophe in when I shouldn't. Well, you'd have to show me that because it's always a contraction. It is a contraction for it is or it isn't. So it's. Not Longoria's fault that he has a pus-filled tumor. There is an apostrophe there. Always. It's Longoria's pus-filled tumor. There's an apostrophe there. Always. Because it's short for it is or it isn't. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Fair enough. I've got to yell at Longoria. Okay. Why? Uh, (laughs) About his pus-filled tumor. About my tumor? (laughs) That's not my fault. You yell at the pus-filled tumor? (laughs) (laughs) How's that my fault I got a pus-filled tumor? It's not about his tumor. Okay, okay. When you opened the show, you were talking about good and well. Uh, he said, I get annoyed when people say, I'm well, because he knows I'm well is right, but it sounds funny. I'm well is wrong. It is, I'm doing well. When you say, I'm well, that is incorrect grammar, because well in that sentence is used as an adjective. When Literally you say, I'm doing well, well... <laughs> yeah, because I'm not Wait, the one that said That was Mark that said it, by the way. Ask. Let, let's role play. Tell me if this is correct. If you, this doesn't get us a Marconi award... <laughs> <laughs> ask ask me how I'm doing. How are you doing, Mark? Well. That's not no, correct? That is not correct. I'm You're well. Using it as an adjective. I'm, I'm well? well? I'm well and well are not correct. You have to say, I'm doing well. I'm doing that well. That is correct grammar. So what's the, pro- <laughs> what's the proper way to answer that question? How, how are you? I'm doing well. Mm-hmm. Or I'm fine. I say I'm excellent. Or just excellent. That works. All right. That works, too. That works. You just... Good, never use good, and never use well without saying doing. Doing. Now, let me add, let's do role play again. Longoria, okay. how is your pus filled tumor doing? It's doing well. There you go. Correct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> IT apostrophe S, doing well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Excellent. Jen, classic call. Thanks so much, buddy. Goodbye. All right. <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, that good was okay. La- La- the other uses are good. Who's on line six, La- Chucky? Uh, John. John is up right. next to the Mark Aram Show. Hello, John. What's going on, Marky Mark? How are you, sir? Doing well, man. Enjoying this wind. <laughs> Yo, you said you were at uh, Christ the King? Yes. I used to work there, actually. Do you know the guy that looks like Herman Cain that waves the uh, the <laughs> incense? I do. I mean, I don't know him personally, but I did uh, lifeguarding. I'm not lifeguarding. Wow. Refereeing for basketball. So is the guy is the guy that looks like Herman King uh, Herman King Herman Kane is he a priest also or is he a deacon or what's his deal? I, he's a priest. He works. I mean, he's pretty well known throughout the church there. So he is a but, priest. I thought so because he had the same outfit on as the other guys. Yeah, but he didn't talk. The other two guys talked. There was a, uh, an Irish guy, a Southern guy, and then Herman Kane. <laughs> and the, the Irish guy and the Southern guy did the the, the service mostly. The Irish guy. But the the black priest was just waving the incense nonstop. <laughs> I mean, he was probably just helping out. I mean, they take turns leading. You know, I really couldn't tell you to be honest. I got you. All right, I was just curious about that. That's a beautiful church, though. Oh, it's it's unreal. You ever? Um, it's, oh wait, wait, go ahead. 
What's that? Go ahead. Have you ever been to uh, St. Peter's in New York? I have not. That's a sweet. You got to go to if if you ever go to New York, go to St. Peter's. Amazing. Yeah. in New York. Yeah. Wow. Amazing stuff. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt. Oh, I was just going to say, like, you know, when people say, like, what's up or what's going on, people say, you know, chilling or, like, you know, that's just... Chillaxing? Chillaxing, you know, <laughs> cooling. <laughs> just, you know, random random words that, I guess, are cold. But. I understand. Yeah, I don't like. I don't like those. Uh, I guess I'm. I'm okay with casual language, to a point. Someone says chillaxing. I, I'm. I'm done. I'm done with them. Gary's in Cartersville. Gary, welcome to the program. Hey, how are you doing tonight? What? I'm enjoying your show. Thank you, sir. Uh, have a comment. Uh, number one, don't let a vehicle sit too long, especially in cold weather. Never. That being said about your Jeep. Yeah, you got to start it up every once in a while. Exactly. Get those fluids warmed and flowing and whatnot. But uh, you're talking about comments and everything. People say, uh, you know, hey, it's good to see you. I say, yeah, well, it's better to be seen than viewed. Nice. I like that. <laughs> and uh, uh, people are, how are you doing? I said, well, so far I'm still vertical, you know, and uh, that's... That's what I had to say to you tonight. I prefer, and I'm so I prefer happy to be to get through. I prefer to be horizontal in bed, lying down, watching well, TV. That's my favorite position in the entire world. <laughs> lying down, watching TV, a dog on each side of me, chillaxing. That, well, that's. <laughs> I am. I am so glad my dog don't want to get in the bed with me because he's a horse. Oh yeah. Well, that's the thing. You got to have uh, appropriately sized dogs. Favorite time of the day, just watching TV, hanging with the dogs, not thinking about Longoria's pus-filled tumor. 404-872-0750. Paul and Diane will get to your calls, then Booger, then Johnny Kilbasa, then star of the show. This is The Mark Aram Show. Mark Arrow. Nothing happens on the show. It's just like life. So what is it? What did you do today? I got up and came to work. There's a show. That's a show. Maybe something happens to you on the way to work. No, no, no. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. 11.25. Let's hit some phone calls. Uh, Paul's in DeKalb County. Paulie, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Mark, this is your Piccadilly catfish friend. My man. What's going on, buddy? Well, I'm calling about vocational schools. I think it's going to be a big issue in the campaign. A lot of people don't want to study Spanish literature for three or four years. Hold on. Hold on, Paul. Do what now? I'm, t- I'm calling about vocational schools. Like uh, That was yesterday's show. Huh? Yesterday we were talking about vocational schools. Oh, really? Who do you, who do you have on? No, I'm kidding, Paul. We, that's a big non sequitur. Why are you talking about vocational schools? Well, you can make a good, good living uh, repairing cars or uh, heaters, air conditioners. Very true. Yeah. Yeah. But- uh, People don't want to study Spanish literature for three years. They want to make money. Did you have to spe- study Spanish literature for three years? Well, I don't want to uh, give you all of my background, but um, um, I studied at Georgia Primer College and Georgia State, and GPC, uh, I got a good GSE. education. Yes, you did. All right, Paul, listen. Tomorrow on the show, we'll talk about Boring. that. We'll ta- Stop, Longoria. Mean. Diane's in Sandy Springs. Diane, welcome to the program. That was mean. That was that was Longoria for the record. Not that was mean, and his pus, I, don't ha- I don't have any control. And his pus-filled tumor. Yeah, I'm going to be mean about the previous lady who thinks she knows about 
it is and it's. <laughs> was she incorrect? She was incorrect. All right, straighten us they out. They're both legitimate. Of course they're legitimate, but yeah. But you use them differently. It is, is a contraction. You know, you say, it's a good day. Yes. That's it is. It's Longoria's pus-filled tumor. <laughs> what? Is possessive. No. No. It needs its mother. Apostrophe or no? It needs its mother. Okay, the second it is possessive. So no apostrophe. Well, correct. Yes. Longoria's pus-filled tumor needs its mother. Possessive. <laughs> for the record, thank you, Diane, for clarification there. As far as we know... Longoria does not have a uh, yeah, tumor not, that is that I know either pus-filled or I hope not. I don't tomorrow. <laughs> I'm blaming you for it. It's because you wouldn't answer the would-you-rather question <laughs> off the air. <laughs> That's true. All right, we got calls uh, to get to Paul, Steve, Jamie, and Mike. Boogers coming up next. Johnny Kilbasa. A ton to do. Stick around. It's the Mark Aram Show. Hey, being with you is a top priority. Ain't no need to question the authority. I'm WSB's Herman Cain and depend on this. Whenever and wherever there's breaking news, severe weather alert, or a traffic red alert, the WSB 24-hour breaking news center will tell you about it. News 95.5 and AM 750. WSB, depend on it. This is Judd Hickenbotham from Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. He was the runner-up to be my son's godfather, so he's got that going for him. program and actor that I consider my movie big brother. He is legendary screen legend Curtis Armstrong. Mr. Armstrong, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. How are you, sir? Well, it's great to talk to you, Mark. How are you? Excellent. Listen, I, like I, I mentioned uh, earlier on the show, I consider you like my my movie big brother because you're a little bit I older than me. I even had a, a male sibling. <laughs> That's so nice. Yeah, but, but you're a little bit older than me and I kind of grew up watching your movie starting with Risky Business and all the way up through how I got into college and if I ever had a big brother and I don't have one, I would have wanted him to be like you because in in most of your roles, you always seem like to to know a little bit more than everyone else and you probably could have taught me a lot growing up. I love that. That's really nice. You know what? I'll tell you. No one has... I mean, I've, I've heard a lot of things about those movies. No one has ever said what you just said. That's a first. Oh, that's good. So I appreciate it. Yeah, like, there's no one, you know, no one to teach me the ropes. Like, I think Booger and Revenge of the Nerds would have been able to teach me a couple of things about life as I was growing up. Well, yes, probably not the best lessons <laughs> to learn, but, but he, would have, he would have been helpful. Well, obviously, I've been following your career since the beginning, and a new project right now on Amazon, Heiston. Is, am I pronouncing it right, Heiston? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, it's a strange name, but quite a wonderful show. You know, I was, I, I was saying the other day, this is something that I'm talking about. I'm going out and sort of pushing this show, because it's been a while since I've been involved in something that's new and different that I really feel excited about, and Heiston is a good example of that. It's on Amazon.com right now, and it's streaming all 
all year. I mean, well, not all year, but all month. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, people are are being invited to go and watch the thing, and then rate it, which is a really important part of it because this is how Amazon works. You do the the uh, rating, and then they decide based on that which shows they're going to pick up for a full season. But Heiston is, I mean, it's got one of these characters who, I'm, I'm playing a character called Uncle Billy in it, and he, it's a very odd comedy, and very sort of surreal comedy, and it, it really is like I'm playing sort of the bastard child of Booger and Hunter S. Thompson, <laughs> that's the way I'm looking at it, which which is I'm hooked. the dream part. I'm hooked. <laughs> so, um, but it's about a young young boy in a very peculiar family who has imaginary friends who are all celebrities. So, in the in the pilot episode, his friends are Flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers, okay, and Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> all right, and. They sort of give him really bad advice, um, but it's very funny. Uh, Sasha Baron Cohen is the executive producer. Oh wow! And it's uh, directed by the people who directed Little Miss Sunshine, and written by the guy who wrote uh, Nebraska. So it's got quite a lot of talent connected to it, and um, and I'm I'm excited about it. I get to play it. It's weird because I say the bastard son of Booger and Hunter S. Thompson, which makes it sound like a lot of movies that I've done, but uh, it is a very different role for me. Sounds amazing. So, it's it's called Heistin. It's available on Amazon. Um, I, I know our time is limited here. Before I let you go, I'm a, I'm a big poker player, and yeah. I don't I don't know if anyone's ever told you the impact you've had in the poker world from Revenge no. of the Nerds. But anytime oh, right. oh, anyone yeah. has a flush, and pardon my French, I will bleep this out when it airs. What the Rocky Dingo? The flush is a legendary uh, poker line now at poker tables across the world, and it's all owed to you. I had no idea of that, but <laughs> but thank you. It's nice to have had an impression somewhere. What, was that was that scripted, or did you make that up on the fly? Uh, we made up, uh, Brian Tochi and I made up the first poker game, <laughs> uh, and that was, I, I think that was that one. And then we wound up, that became sort of the template for our characters for the rest of the movie. Uh, then we sort of just improvised everything after that. Well, you're, um, you're a but legend. I, but that was just made up at the time. You yeah. are a legend in the poker community. Curtis Armstrong, thank best you. of luck on Heiston. This has been an honor and a privilege. Thank you so much. Well, thank you so much. And now, on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the Fast Food Review. Joining us live on the Greasy Salty Hotline from parts unknown, height unknown, weight we do not want to know, from Booger to Johnny Kilvasa and the ever-so-popular Fast Food Review. How you doing, Jonathan? I'm doing great, Mark Aram. I'm wrapped in bacon. I'm here for the taking. Come with the hour. Come with the kielbasa, and I wish I could come up with a really huge belch for everybody right now, but I just can't do it. So forevermore, you can now say, "I just burped." There you go. Uh, you, you can say that booger was your warm-up act. I always wanted to know if that was a real booger or not real booger, but a real belch. That <laughs> oh, you did. know, what? I didn't uh, even. Revenge of the nerds. And I'll get him back on tomorrow, and I'll ask him. I, it had Thanks. to have been a CGI burp. Uh, that was about before CGI, though. Exactly. I don't. I don't want to believe it was fake. I want to think that they, 
you know, he chugged 20 beers trying to do that just perfectly, <laughs> and they did it about 30 times just to get it right. Dudley Effin Dawson. Uh, one of the greatest movies of all time. Indeed, indeed. So uh, what's on the menu tonight, my friend? Speaking of superlatives, Mark, I think throughout life we come up with superlatives. Now that's not possessives. So you don't need an apostrophe <laughs> for superlatives. <laughs> you know, when I was a kid, I had, you know, big gumballs were the best thing ever, then big league chew, and then uh, maybe three musketeers bars. Big league chew, you know, yes. Grilled cheese sandwiches, fruity pebbles, cereal, that was the best thing ever. You know, then pizza was the best thing ever. Cherokee Red Soda was the greatest thing ever. Uh-huh. Get a little older and, you know, Red Man Chewing Tobacco and Camel Special Lights were the best thing ever. Camel Wides. Cases of Cheap Beer were the best thing ever. And Burrito Supremes were the best thing ever. And we've gone through every fast food thing in the last 20 years together. And a couple of things were the best thing ever. And now... We're back on top of Mount Everest. Uh oh, what do we got? The best thing ever again is buffalo chicken fries from Burger King. Really? As far as Johnny Kobas is concerned, best thing ever. Wow, that's a strong statement coming from you, Johnny K, because you it are you are very jaded most of the time, and I'm very qualified. Correct to weigh in on certain things. I I've been keeping my eye on buffalo, um, on chicken fries since they came out. Then they left. Then I spearheaded a letter writing campaign to get them <laughs> back on the permanent menu at Burger King. We won. We won. We won. They've been back on the menu for a year. They've been experimenting with them. They had the regular chicken fries. They had the spicy chicken fries. And now buffalo sauce. And for, for new listeners of the Mark Aram Show, Johnny Cabasa had the first ever chicken fry that came off the conveyor belt. He was there at the groundbreaking, and he had the first ever chicken fry that came out. Um, and then you spearheaded the campaign to bring him back, and now the buffalo is its even better than ever. There's nothing better. A few things. And see, it's a matter of superlatives. When you combine hot sauce and butter together, something magical happens. It is one of those instances where the whole is bigger than the sum of the parts. Agreed. Agreed. I uh, I had Burger King Hot for sauce. breakfast this morning, Johnny. Did you have buffalo chicken fries? I did not, but I had the five-piece French toast stick, which mm. is one of the most underrated fast food items out there. The French toast sticks, it's Very basically efficient. F- fried French toast. It's pretty freaking amazing. Like yeah, Picture, picture the French toast your mom makes you as a kid, guys, and then deep fry it. That's basically what we're talking about. Right, and hopefully they don't deep fry them too much because when they get them too crispy, they're just not that no, good. No, these were perfect. They were little greasy bites of heaven dipped in hot in uh, syrup. It was delicious. Breakfast of champions. Yeah, it was really good. Burger King does some stuff really well. I think Burger King has been heads and shoulders above McDonald's for the last five years. I don't know. I think McDonald's is just still winning because of sheer numbers, but Burger King, as far as the big three burger places go they've had more creative creativity than anybody else they've been coming out with more new things than anybody else they've been taking a page out of taco bell's playbook and recombobulating the five basic food groups of fast food into new and interesting formats and they've kept the original chicken sandwich which is their as far as i'm concerned their premier item still yes the the, the premier item and the premier bun yeah. in fast food the long sesame 
sub roll. Right, and I just got to get them to toast those things more. I mean, that's an irritates me more than yeah. a raw bun. Good point. No one likes a raw ask. bun, Johnny. Right, I'm, I've started to ask that. I, I want a I want a toasted bun instead of one right out of the bag. Very blessed. All right, let's get let's work on that for next time. I'm gonna. All right, Johnny K. I'll see you on North Druid. I'll see you on North Druid Hill somewhere in the drive-through. Everybody, <laughs> we appreciate you as always. And the cholesterol type episode. Follow me on Twitter, Johnny Kilbasa. At Johnny Kilbasa. Appreciate you, brah. It's a Johnny K and the world famous fast food review Buffalo chicken fries. You want them on Thursday? Sure. Uh, Chuck, will you eat them? Are yeah. you oh, are oh, you yeah. off Thursday? No, I'm here. You sure? Yep. All right. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's like your that's like your new off day now. Every Thursday. Um, all right. Buffalo chicken fries. Yeah. All right. We'll try them out. Steve's up on the Mark Aram show. Thanks for hanging, Steve. Everybody, clap your hands. Hold on, Steve. We got to play the song. It's already started. It's already started, Steve. Go ahead, brother. Okay, Mark, how are you doing? Excellent. How are you, sir? Um, I, if I got any better, I couldn't stand myself. I agree. And as we have, I'm... Um, how are you? Well, I'm, I'm not having an answer for that. All right. I'm doing very well. And I have a speech impediment, but I'm great sober, don't drink you said you're and sober? When you, when you get stopped by the police, mm-hmm. one way to tell if you're not drunk, count from zero to one by sixteenths. <laughs> Give me that. How does that sure work? I could do that sober. How, let, me, and let me hear how that sounds, Steve. Okay. Uh, one sixteenth, one eighth, three sixteenths, quarter, five sixteenths, three eighths, and so on. We used to, the sobriety test in Connecticut, when you got pulled over by the, the police officers, they wouldn't ask you to count from zero to one and sixteenths. They'd ask you to say the alphabet backwards. Can you do that? No, uh, not really. Uh, I used to be in Atlanta police and got run over, mm-hmm. and uh, that's why I'm the way I am. But. Uh, you're, you're doing fine, Steve. Here's the thing. When, if you were a, a kid in, in Connecticut, you had to, you memorized the alphabet backwards because that was the sobriety test. So it was Z Y X U V W T S Q P L M N O K J I H G F E D C B A. Boom! I did messed up with L M N O. I did. Yeah, yeah. It's O N M N O. No, I would not go to jail. Hey, Steve, um, what do you think about winning the WSB prize pack tonight? Well, I think if I was to win that, I'd, I'd be happy, very happy. All right, I'm going to give you the WSB prize pack, but in order to win it, you have to count from zero to one in sixteenths. Okay, one sixteenth, two sixteenths, three sixteenths, four sixteenths. You didn't. Well, you didn't. You didn't do the um, eighths in the quarters. Well, well, you may on one one sixteenth, uh, one eighth. Three, uh, three, three sixteenths, a quarter, quarter, five sixteenths, three eighths, seven sixteenths. <laughs> All right, that's good enough. All right, Steve. Um, November is Braxton Thankfulness Month, and customers who get service at the store on Howell Mill Road at Braxton Automotive automatically register for an additional gift card given away daily. There's an entry box at the store. You can stop by. No purchase necessary. Hopefully, this is uh, a great way to uh, help 
Braxton thank their customers. And uh, in honor of Braxton Automotive on Howell Mill Road, Steve, we're going to give you a $50 Visa gift card, my friend. Oh, very good. All right, hang on the line. Low T is going to get uh, your information. And if, if you want a Christmas card from us, Steve, uh, give Low T your email address too, okay? I sure will. Thank All right. You. Thank you, Steve. Have a good night. Don't hang up. Don't hang up. Uh, Jamie's in Atlanta. Jamie, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram. Hey, James. How are you, my friend? What's going on, buddy? Well, you know, uh, first of all, I was very disappointed. You didn't ask any questions about perhaps one of the most fantastic movies of that uh, era, which was Better Off Dead. Better Off Dead. Well, this is Jamie, Jamie. Jamie, Jamie. Are you coming in studio tomorrow? Uh, I, I don't know that I was planning on coming in studio tomorrow. I thought we had said Wednesday. Did we say Wednesday? We did. I can, I can do Wednesday. We don't have to. I mean, it's whatever your schedule is. This is Jamie Bendel from The Punchline, by the way, guys. Um, and I thought you were coming in studio tomorrow to tell us all about the new fantastic Punchline location. Uh, I may not have written that down, Mark. Now right. I'm a little embarrassed. No, no. Listen, I... whenever you want, you have the, the door is open to you. All right. Um, first of all, it's been a fantastic program. <laughs> Thank I mean, you, sir. <laughs> I've, I've, I've enjoyed it. Thank you very um, much. I always remember possessiveness by what it puts in the basket. And it puts the lotion in the basket. <laughs> that's the possessiveness. <laughs> All right, that's a great thing. Kids at home. <laughs> Go if, you ever, if you ever forget, <laughs> it puts the lotion in the basket. And I have to concur that in the, in the, in the, in the heavyweight battle of fast food, uh, the buffalo chicken finger or chicken fry, rather, is a game changer. It is a game changer. It's, a, it's an absolute game changer. Jay, hang on one second, all right, buddy? Because I, I want to talk more about uh, Dudley Dawson, uh, a.k.a. Booger, but uh, we got to jump away for a second. Jamie Bendel from The Punchline will be right back. Bob and Marietta will get to you as well. Not a lot of time. we still got star of the show on Twitter at Mark Aram. It's The Mark Aram Show. I'm coming, baby, like the big black kahuna. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. All right, we got less than a minute here. Jamie Bendel from The Punchline. Uh, real quick, Jamie, I, we're going to have you in studio, but uh, tell us where we can find The Punchline now. Oh, so the new spot is actually inside the Landmark Diner uh, right there at Piedmont and Roswell. Right it's in uh, Buckhead. Right in Buckhead. I've got 200 seats in there. It's totally different than what you may have ever been in there previously. Um, it's a real cool spot, so uh, I'm looking forward to having you out and, you know, yeah. Uh, All right. Well, listen. Put the band back together. Text me, and we'll we'll get you in studio to, to go in depth on this. You got it, buddy. All right, Jamie Bendel from the Punchline, star of the show. And now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram star of the show? I'm going to do dual stars of the show tonight. Uh, a, a pity star of the show to Longoria for making your pus-filled tumor part of the show. And my tumor. <laughs> No, oh. but I thought you'd give it to my tumor. No, you get it. But Chuck had line of the show when he wanted to go to his happy place <laughs> with the "Would you rather" question that was not on the air. So you two guys split star of the show. Bob and Marietta, real quick, Bobby, what do you got, buddy? Hey, Mark, I got a joke about the uh, ornate road to Free Square and the antiques burning. Okay. Okay. This. Flaming drag queen. <laughs> okay, no, I'm not starting a priest nothing, joke off no, with a flaming nothing, drag queen. Yeah, that tomorrow, about. Bob. Tomorrow. We'll get it to tomorrow. Uh, all right. Good show, I guess. I don't know. We'll, we'll let you decide. On Twitter, at Mark Aram. Facebook, Mark Aram WSB. Mark Aram on Instagram. Low T is going to go to his happy place right now. Go to sleep, little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. 
Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the all-suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done.